Hey, 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 beautiful people. How is everybody doing, y'all? Listen, y'all should have saw me over here. That theme music, every week I'd be like, doom, doom, Okay, that's enough of me trying to hum the theme song. Welcome, 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 you all. It is Sunday, y'all. It is 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time over here, you all. And welcome to a short break. I'm so excited. Um, my name is Emma J. I'm one of your co-hosts. And today is going to be amazing, y'all. Y'all know how we do on a short break. It is always wonderful. It is always amazing. And let's bring up Damien D. Smith. <laughs> What's up, Emma? What's up, Emma? What's up, Emma? What's going on? Hello, Hi. hello, hello, Damien. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? How you been? Doing great. Doing great. You know, being I love it. You said you're doing great what? I said doing great, being great. Okay. I love it how we act like we don't talk to each other like every other day. I know, <laughs> but that's the good thing. You know, we got to be like, oh my gosh, hi, how are you? What is going on? Listen. You did? I kind of I kind of noticed that the other day. I was like, I feel like he cut his hair. You said what? You said, I was like, I feel like he cut his hair. I was like, he looks clean. <laughs> I'm looking dirty before. That, that made me be over here looking like, looking like, I don't know, a man out the woods, which is what you like. You, I feel like if you would rather, hey, Damien, live in the middle of the city on a high rise or live in the mountains, you would be like, cool, I'm going to be in the mountains. I'll see y'all like, hey. you know, in a month. Damien would be like, what, what, beard, uh, go be down here. Exactly. What's your, what, uh, 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 um, not Norris, Norris Barkley, St. Elsewhere? I love that song. That's oh, well, St. Elsewhere is a great song. If you, when you need me, I'll be there. But until then, I'm saying elsewhere. Listen, that that is you right there. Where is everybody checking in from? We definitely want to know where all the people are. So let us know where you are, where you're watching. Type hello. We see that there are people watching right now. So if you are watching right now, you know, give a thumbs up, share, make a watch party. Listen, yeah, we would love to hear from you. Know where we coming from? We got our folks. Boom, you know. I said we both on fleek. Hey, listen. I, okay, I did a little different. I said, come on, head right, because y'all don't want to know what's under here. Hey, we appreciate that. We appreciate you. But yeah, we want our folks to check in. Let us see what's happening. Where you coming in from? We hope, hopefully, uh, our um, our comment section is working now. We made it a uh, we made it a point to check with have our folks. At uh, StreamYard to say, hey, we got, we got, they saying hi. There we go. And look, it's coming. Yes, YouTube is here. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Love excited. it. Yes, yes, yes. I would love, is it, is it Say Harmon? Say Kahua Harmon? Am I saying that correctly? Harmon. Right. We got from New Orleans checking in. What's up? Yes, come on, Jennifer. I did share New Orleans. Come on. Thank you for sharing, girl. Yes, yes, our float housing is checking in. Okay, all right. We got, so here's the thing: what's happening in New Orleans right now? They don't have uh, they don't thanks, Miss Weeks. They don't have uh, uh, uh Mardi Gras because COVID right now. Mm -hmm. Oh man, we got ATL shouting. Um, we they don't have because of COVID right now. They don't have uh, the Mardi Gras not happening. You know, that's a big season down there. So it's um, it's there there they are. Some of their houses, people are converting their houses 
Mm. Walk around and see and, and all that and all those. Listen, people, people gonna get around. You, y'all, y'all know y'all can still catch COVID even if you're going to Aunt Susan house. I just want to let oh. y'all know. Oh wow! Y'all know wow. how that works. But stay yeah. safe. You feel me? You know, I I feel like all the backyard parties is about to be popping. You know, so yeah, people get vaccinated. People get vaccinated. So we we you know they they they're working. What they're mean? Working. You get the flu shot. You can still catch the flu. Hey, hey, my good people. Our sister, our sister Emma J be quarantined out. Listen, I don't go nowhere. Nowhere. Jennifer said, tell them. Tell them girl. Why? Why? <laughs> Risk my life because I want to see you. <laughs> Who is you? You ain't Jesus because you then I'm really gonna go see Jesus. Listen, let's go start this show because we're not gonna talk about oh. how I feel about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Hey, thank you, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer's like, tell them, girl, tell them. Tell girl. them. Let's get into these hot topics, Damien. <laughs> oh, hot topics, you know how we do. So, hot topics, hot topics. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get us a hot topic theme song. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get something. Oh, that'll be nice. I'm a fan. So, first hot topic, we gotta bring up. We, you know, like we do all the time, we gotta show love to the Short Break family alum and. Christine Swanson is our short break family of love. We had her, we had her uh, short film uh, Black Korea earlier in the season. And she was one of the first. Yes, you can. She hopped on the board. She saw the vision early. There we go. See, she's a visionary, and look what she's doing now. Yes. And so take over. Let it go. Oh, Christine Swanson to direct criminal justice reform advocate. You were going so well. Kimba Smith's story for BET. Um, I'm really excited for this. The fact that she's going to direct this piece. And, you know, we we always see like all the craziness that happens. So it's really good to know about like the justice reform and to know what it actually takes to get to these places. So I'm really excited in the fact that it's going to be with BT. I'm really excited. And I think it's going to be amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Christian Swanson is dope. And, you know, if you uh, want to get a chance to go look at her short break, uh, we're going to be putting that back up. I don't we didn't have hers. I don't think hers is not on our Spotify yet for our podcast. Oh, that's a good segue. segue. This is also a podcast as well, good people. So you can check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts on all of the platforms. So make sure if you, you don't get to catch Short Break live and you can't watch it on YouTube or Facebook and you're riding on uh, YouTube or Facebook and you're riding in your car and you want to listen to it because it's, there are a lot of jewels and gems being dropped. We on podcasts as well. So we're, you can go into our, spot, our podcast and Emma's going to drop the link uh, do later in the show so you can check it out. And we, you know, listen to it. Listen to us on your bike rides like what I do because it's, it's really good information and great relationships. So we're going to go to our next one. Shout out to our media, media sponsor, Black Film and TV, where we pull in all our hot topics from. Yes. So you guys, I see what we're clicking next. The teaser to Barry Jenkins, the Underground Railroad series. It's the fourth teaser. I'm excited. This series is a lot of people have definitely been talking about it and anything by Barry Jenkins. So we're always glued, glued to it. So and if it's about, you know, the uh, Underground Railroad it's kind of like, oh, I don't think anybody has really done that much about the Underground Railroad. So I'm really excited. Are we going to play it? I never really understood the whole playing stuff. I don't you know about like licensing, but I feel like it doesn't matter. 
It don't matter. You want to try? Let's let's see what we got. Let's I don't know. As long as it's not like music, right? But there's music in that, right? Oh, that is right. Um, we gotta pause it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get shut down on Facebook or YouTube. We head gotta- on over to Black Film and TV to watch the fourth teaser to Barry Jenkins, the Underground Road series. Yeah, we know, that's how you pull it together, girl. That's, yeah. how you, that's how you pull it together. We, you know, we don't want no problem. Uh, oh, we got Eric, Eric McKay checking in. What's up, brother? Hey, Eric. Eric's a good brother in NYC. We got New York in the house. We got Cody. Cody say Kimba has been shopping. Mm, going back to the the one that Christine Swanson's gonna do. So I'm glad that that they made that collaboration because listen, whew, we got to get this story told. We gotta get this, yes, definitely, definitely. And then with Barry Jenkins, you know the underground. Uh, the the underground is uh, uh was on UPN. You remember well, not UPN? Jesus Christ! Somebody showing the age. Uh, but what was that? What you remember that the underground show that they had? Underground with Journey Smollett and, and, um, and that got canceled. It was a, it was really doing this thing. They just oh, brought it back. It's K. It's on own now. Oh, it is. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. They oh, just God. rebooted it with own, and that's oh my gosh, I love love him, the actor. He's he just did. Albert? Yes, yes. yes. Doing you love. He he is he was the co-star in that as well. So yeah. Yes, he was. He was. Oh, yeah. There we go. What you say? Uh, hey, good people. Hey, Eric. What's up? Thank you, brother. What you say, Cody? Cody said trailers are fine in promotional materials. You know what, brother? We would like to think that, but we were playing something before a YouTube trailer for a film, and we got all type of notifications saying we're licensing from VM Music Groups and all those type of folks. <laughs> so we don't want no smoke. But what we can do is, like you said, direct you, direct you to where, Emma? BlackFilmandTV.com, y'all. It's right there, y'all. It's oh, right there. These are all the latest ones as well. All right. So we have another hot topic for you all, you know, of what's going on in the world. Listen, the National Board of Review names the Five Bloods Best Film, Spike Lee Best Director. Now, if you not have... If you haven't seen The Five Bloods, you need to head on over to Netflix and any other place that they might have taken it from. But the fact that this is named Best Film and Spike Lee has Best Director, listen, it is a lot. And this this film, it also has Chadwick Boseman in it. So it was just kind of like, whoo, yes, I'm very glad that we, we got this and that, you know, he is still getting his flowers um, but yeah, I'm excited and I'm happy that they're get, he's getting his awards. Yeah, well deserved, Chad. Really, yeah, get it in, brother. Five Bloods, check it out if you get a chance. If you haven't seen it on net on on oh, any streaming streaming platform, check it out. So we got we got some good people. We got a good we have a, a we have a talented talented director, writer, advocate for the people. Super dope, super dope person. Uh, with the director that is showcasing her film today, and her name is Angela McCray. And Angela got a few things she wants to talk to us about. So we, without any further ado, we're going to bring up Angela McCray. What's yes. up? Yes. Hey. hey. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me on a short break. We are yeah. happy to have you. Definitely happy to have you. How you been? I've been hanging in there. I'm, I'm in New York now. So I'm in this apartment. It's, it's small, but it's mighty. It's keeping me sane. And, you know, I'm holding on to the to the libations and drinking, drinking a lot oh, of wine. Listen, 
I'm on my 30 days. My, now, the people, I do 30 days every year where I can't drink or do anything, actually. Basically. You make it sound so bad. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't bad, but I, I've been doing it for, I've been doing, like, I started when I was living in Harlem. And I was okay. like, you know what? I'm going to, I, I, I said, I need to, I was in Harlem running around, just running and running. I just said, I need to do something. I wrote myself a contract, actually. I, oh. found, I found one of my first contracts I wrote to myself. Uh, and that got to be about now. 15, 17, between 17, 17 years. Wow. So I've been doing this that long. So, uh, but it's always a good point for me to check in and see where I am and, you know, have I, make sure I have control of all my vices and my vices ain't got control of me. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm inspired by that discipline. And then also the personal contract. I might have to uh, take a, a tip from your book on that yeah. one, Damien. Yeah, write yourself a contract, sign it, put penalties in there and everything. That's oh, penalties. Penalties. And I remember that, like the first year contract said if I mess up, my first mess up, I have to buy a, a, a full meal for a homeless person. That was the first, that was the first uh one. like I had to take a homeless person and take them to a restaurant and do it. I remember doing this too. I remember Oh wow. Yeah, I went to Pan Pan. I went to Pan Pan in Harlem. It used to be on 135th and Lennox, right across the street from the Schaumburg. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I in, in Harlem Hospital. I so, you guys had dinner together. You guys sat and had dinner together. And yeah. how, tell, I, I'm interested now. What's that? Yes. Okay, like? tell us this story, please. You know, that could be a film, Damien. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. All right, well, maybe, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, it's, it's, you, you, you know, when you're in Harlem, you get your, that your homeless person that you give your dollar to. You know, if you 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 got you know in certain neighborhoods you got your homeless person that you look out for, you know. Okay, so. okay. And then and then when I when that happened, I'm like, I know what exactly what homeless person I'm taking. And we had already had a kind of rapport with each other. And I took the brother and the, and, and, and the brother used to be one of those. He was because he used to have that bald head, but as a homeless brother, he was muscular as shit, man. I was like, man, you homeless, you sure? You know, but now he was out there in these streets. He was in good physical shape. So uh, you, him, and I sat down, but you can tell he had some uh, some things he was battling mentally. Okay. So uh, that's what that's what was I think was hindering him in life at the present moment. Hope, and you know, I haven't seen that brother, but I, but then you know what's so funny though? I took him to dinner, and I you know we had to always look out. But then over the years, I saw more people looking out for this guy. I remember one guy got his his hair he got knotted up, knotted up, and got was out and was everywhere. I seen a guy got him when he got his hair cut and stayed. I saw people start dressing him up and everything. I was really it, wow. it was really nice to see that brother's evolution, man. And, That's amazing. Thanks was, for sharing. Yes. So I sip consciously. All right, sipper. I yes. And I'm sipping consciously, seriously though. Look at look at this. Have y'all ever seen a black woman with an afro in a wine bottle? I have. Listen, we need that. We need okay. that. We're going to that a little later. I like that. We gotta talk about that. This is me sipping consciously. That. This is me sipping consciously. Uh -huh. Listen, but I do. Um, well, we do. We have some questions that we want to ask you, so we can get to know you before we watch your film. Day, I'm so excited. So we're gonna talk about sip consciously in your wine and everything. Cause listen, we're trying to sip, okay? After, <laughs> but we want to know a little bit more about you. So we're gonna put you in the hot seat. Uh oh, Ooh, oh shit! Now we're in the hot seat. Let's oh. go. Hi. Okay. Okay. So okay. we're gonna ask you a couple of these questions, mm -hmm. and one of the questions that I have is, how did you feel wrapping the first project you ever directed? 
You know, I felt blessed. I felt grateful. I felt overwhelmed with emotion because to be able to have so much support from people uh, to help bring, you know, my vision to life and to come up with such an amazingly beautiful film, um, you know, it was overwhelming. You know, I mean, it took me, it was pretty much eight years in the making. I moved to LA in 2008. I didn't direct my first film until 2016. And, um, you know, it was because of the grace of God and putting amazing people in front of me to do that. Uh, I love that. That mean you want to take the next question? I mean, I'll take the next question. So which one, which one from the uh, from the beginnings with a short break that we want to uh ask Angela? Uh let's go to how about this one? When did you realize that you were a director? You know, um I went to Morgan State, HBCU in Baltimore. So any Morganites watching, please, you know, holler at me in the comments. Uh and so while I was there, I worked in a local news station and I had one of uh, my colleagues, um, his name was Chili. We called him Chili, Cuchillo Consad. He told me, he said, you don't want to be a button pusher and work behind the scenes at this news station all your life. You know, you could do way better than this. He got me uh, to invest in an XL1, one of those Canon XL1s oh, back in the early 2000s. That was a, Emma, the, I, could, I was trying, listen, uh, Emma, I was trying to remember the name of of a cam of that camera a couple episodes ago the X one wow on your shoulder you yeah like a film thing but it was digital and it had the big long lens this is like yeah. the, this is like the pro the first prosumer cameras that was coming out and I see you Cody Morgan State yes Cody yes I actually used to work with Cody at Howard University oh wow there you go. So, but, you know, Chili hooked me up. He put Final Cut Pro on my computer. He told me to roach. He would hire me as a PA. And he pretty much got my mind thinking beyond, you know, news, beyond broadcast to really be creative and tell stories. And, you know, without him pushing me in that direction, I probably I probably would still be working in news right now. Oh, wow. Shout out. What was that? What is that brother's name again? Cuchillo Consad, a.k.a. Chili, you know, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, you know, he pushed me, he pushed me, he pushed me to get out there. And also, of course, you know, I had some other people that just was like, you need to move to L.A., you know, and I kind of got to, you know, got me going as well. Another Morganite, Crystal Johnson, she was like, you need to be in L.A. And she yeah. she was my first roommate and she got me out there. Oh, wow. Shout out to Crystal and that good brother, because, you know, that's in these journeys and these times we all need that. We all need our tribe. To help mm -hmm. get us to our place, get us to where we need to go, and and and, and get us on the right path that we, you know, that, that we're looking to be on, man. So show, so shout out to them because we got to give appreciation to the folks who helped us and got us to where we go. Oh, we got some DMV in the house. Yes, DMV. Yes, I'm a yes. Peachtree County honey, Highsville, Maryland. Oh, it's a pretty girl county. Yeah. <laughs> yes, PG County. Oh, hey, listen, I'm telling you. Uh, uh, shout out to Chili, yeah, for the push. Yes, yeah, thank you, Marcy. Thank you so much. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, it just the journey. The journey is what it is. I remember, you know, you talking to when I was when I was younger, much younger, and you be talking to people like, and, they, and you're like, oh man, I'm doing this, and they, and they, you know, I'm doing this, and I'm moving around, I'm trying to make, and they, and they, and they always would tell me, hey man, make sure you enjoy the journey, man. Because once you get mm. to where you want to be or you're working towards what you're working to, you're going to look back and be like, man, I remember this. And now that I've, you know, accomplished a few things and a couple things that happened for me and I'm 
I'm still, you know, striving, but I'm looking back at certain things. I'm like, man, those were good times. And, I'm, and I find myself telling brothers, hey, man, enjoy the journey, man. I'm telling you. And you go look back and be like, you know, you're going to look back and remember those times in a different manner. It's going to yeah. happen because you're going to have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it's going to be. You're going to have a d- different perspective. I know rent was short that month when, you know, when you're looking back, you're like, oh, man, we pulled that together. We pulled it off. We got it. Oh, man, you got, hey, George's Prince George's is, 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 is uh, gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous Prince George's is checking in. I love that. I know. Yeah. But Damien, you, I like your point. Each one teach one. I love that. I love that. You got to mm. pay it forward. Got to pay it forward. You definitely got to. You definitely got to pay it forward. I think we're gonna get one more from you, Ange. But we have since we got we got time and we got <laughs> you know let's let's one more for you. Want to do you want to take this one, Emma? Yes. So one of the next questions I want to ask is who was the first mentor that helped push you in the right direction? Oh. Since we are talking about each one, teach one. Ooh, ooh. Okay. 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 I'll start so, with the people you already named. <laughs> okay. So I had a chance to work with the director. He was the my only directing mentor. His name is Marcus Rayboy. Um, you guys may not know his name, but you definitely know his work. Uh, his first music video was Daz Effects. They want effects. <laughs> he also did Naughty by Nature's OPP. Hey, hold, 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 hold on a second. Hold on for a second. I want. I want, I want. I don't know for a second. I want our audience. Hold on. Wait a minute. I want our audience to see Emma to see Emma J's face. Dolls effects. We want effects. The dog. Is- <laughs> millennial. Is are you a millennial, Emma? If, if, you know, no, it's, it's all. I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm Gen X, so I'm I'm on a cusp. But Dolls effects uh, was a no you know, a duo rap group from the '90s. Uh, Locks dreaded out. Fast talking, you know, rappers, you know, and, and it was amazing working with Marcus because he also directed Friday After Next. So mm-hmm. he was, you know, did the film that with the breakout film for um, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Friday After Next. Cat oh. Williams, Cat Williams with the slick back, and also also Mike Epps. Yep, yep, and he's directed. That's what he's gone on to do. So he after directed Mike Epps' um, comedy show, he um, for Showtime back in two thousand nine. He's gone on to do other amazing, um, you know, show uh, comedy shows for like Netflix, and he also did the um, Will Smith's um, reunion, the um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. He had a okay. chance. Okay. He's a, he's an acclaimed director and um, and friend and brother, and um, he's inspired me. I had a chance to work with um, amazing music videos like with mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige, Shakira. You know, Carlos Santana, you know, during 2000, but it was like a little era from 2009 to like 2008 to 2010. I was working with him. No, actually, it was 2009 to 2011, and we had a good little run, but oh. we're still friends. Oh, beautiful. Man, you know, you love those stories. You love to hear those stories and, and, and how, you know, people uh, help you grow on your path and your journey of getting things done. So, shout out to that brother. What's his name again? I just want to make sure. Marcus Rayboy. Shout out to Marcus Rayboy for helping helping uh, the sister Angela on her journey and path. Because you know this is what we all need. So, yes. Ange, how bad was that? Was that too? Was that too bad? No, I'm a little sweaty though. I'm sweating a little bit, but it wasn't no. that hot. <laughs> got you, got you, got you. It's good times. There, there were good times. So we're going to get this going because we got the, we, the people are waiting to see your beautiful film. 
And okay. we're, gonna, um, we're gonna bring you up to say something right after Miss Emma J. Let us know what's going on. So let us know what's going on, Emma J. Yes, people. So you all know why you all are here, why you all are watching, why you all are sharing and commenting. We are here for a short break. And a short break is when we take a moment to play an amazing film. And then we actually restart the film over, put it on mute. And we kind of have like a director's cut, like a director's talk talk back situation where you can ask any questions, you can comment about anything, express how you feel when you watch this, watch the short film. And it's basically like an intersectionality of, you know, the audience and the filmmaker. We're going to bring you all together because every time you're at home watching a movie, aren't you always like, oh, I want to ask why they shot it like this or where did they shoot it or, you know, who did the makeup or where did you find your actors? So we definitely want you all to ask all of those questions. So I'm super, super excited. And then we're going to have Miss Angela come on up and tell about her story. Hey, thank you so much, guys. Um, I'm so excited to share this film with you in this amazing platform. I love the I love the whole concept. It was written by April Mabry. She actually pushed me. She wrote the film. She told me for me to give me an opportunity to, to direct a short film. And we were inspired about, you know, the issues of social media, beauty. You know, at that time when we were working on this, we were it was around 2015 when she wrote it, where we were working together and realizing that there was so much pressure when it came to beauty with young women. Uh, you know, suicide rates were going up. You know, everybody was wearing waist trainers and the whole Kardashian effect. And so we wanted to kind of give an ode to natural beauty and just women defining beauty for themselves. And so I hope you guys are inspired um, and enjoy it. And let us let me know in the comments. I would love to hear your thoughts. This is an original song. Everyone give Angela a hand. Give her a hand, give her a hand. Oh, thank give you. Can we get a hand clap? Can we get a hand clap in the comments, please? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. You see all the comments coming in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, wow, we're gonna let this go because we gotta keep, we give, we give respect and love to the, uh, to the, uh, uh, uh the people who may help make it happen, right? Our yes, lives. the crew. The crew, we gotta love the crew. Thank you, Patricia. Yes, Patricia, Patricia I'm sorry. That's yes. Let's clap it out, everyone. Let's get some claps. Los Angeles Film School. Mama Sands Entertainment LLC. What? What? <laughs> Eric McKay, shout out. Eric, Eric McKay would love to work with her. You oh, with her. Hey. thank you. Yes. Thank you to all my crew. Yeah. I'm so grateful for them. Without the crew, without the team, it wouldn't have never happened. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My third time watching. Oh, yeah, your third time, Trish. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for tuning in again with the baby at home. I know. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna jump right in. This is Emma. Let them know what it is. We're about to throw you up. Yes. Yeah, so you all. It is time for a short break is when we 
rewind. I was about to say something else, y'all. It's when we rewind the entire short film and we play it over, but on mute and we ask the director some questions. So get your questions ready. If you have comments about any of the scenes, if you want to know, you know, what was the behind the scenes? Like, this is your time to ask. If you just want to give your praises and just say, oh my gosh, this was great. Write that in the comments right now, you all. And listen, let's get this a short break started. Let's get it going. Well, okay. So my mother's in the room. I just got to acknowledge my mother because she's the queen bee, Cheryl Brown Carter. Oh, Hi, mommy. Thank you, mommy. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, you for tuning in. Shout out, mom. And also, good people, I have put, we have put in the comment section, uh, you can, <clears throat> excuse me, copy and paste the link that we posted in the comment section. And if you would like to ask a question live, you can come right on up, <laughs> oh, and you up and you can ask a question live just as we're speaking now. You are be on camera. And you can ask that question. And look, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Enjoy yourself. Yes. I love to, that. I love that. We're going to start it off now. Uh, first off, I love your logo. Is this your is this your production company? Yes. It's yeah. named after my grandmother's nightclub. Mama Sons in the Mama Sons in DC. She, my grandmother used to own a nightclub and restaurants in DC. Um, I think she was the first black woman to have a liquor license in DC. What, so what? I'm just trying to keep, you know, honor the family, honor the matriarchs. Mm, I oh, love that. That's beautiful. Well, that's, that's, um, I, okay, put it, give it to God, lay down a great to grandma, man, for handling that business like that back in, you know, it was harder even then. It's tough mm -hmm. now. It was even harder then, and she fought through it and made it happen. So, first thing I see, I, I, I got a question before they start rolling in. You, you're, you're, you first off, you got a you got a, a Grammy award winning artist on here. Is that am I correct in saying as, as in your cast? Oh yeah, Guapale, Guapale. Yeah, she's um an artist. You know, she's been around. Her her hit song from two thousand two was Closer, mm -hmm. um, Closer to My Dreams, which is a very inspirational. It definitely you know imp impacted a lot of women's lives during that time. Yeah, we we all we all love uh, Closer. And then uh uh. uh I can be, I can. That's, that's her too, right? Mm -hmm. I love that song as well. So shout out to Agapale. Now, that the 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 color correction in which it, the color timing in which you chose. Why did you choose to have it? You know, uh, some things in black and white and some things in color. Um, because uh, okay, so the reason why uh, I wanted to move forward with the black and white film is because I wanted it to be. Um, kind of like receptive to all women, you know, all women of color. And and so I felt like having it in black and white gave it, gave it this nostalgic kind of like, you know, universal appeal. But the artist, because her, you know, the character is a, is a visual artist um, and an artist that I worked with who I was inspired um, by throughout the project, her artwork was so beautiful, so vibrant, so colorful that I had to include that. You know, I couldn't have just left that, you know, on the table. And so um, God, once again, and that's me right there in that photo. If y'all ain't, ain't recognize it with the Coogee tape. Yeah, oh, I was like, hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. my visual, My visual art, my visual effects artist, we went to high school together, y'all, in Maryland, in PG County. When I first moved to LA in 2008, literally ran into her at the Target, and she used to be a basketball star in at our high school. And so, so when I saw her, I was like, "I know you! Like, didn't you go to Northwestern?" And she was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Hold up!" But we weren't friends because she was a little mm. younger. And come to find out, she was this visual artist, visual effects artist. She was working on a lot of Marvel films. She was, you know, doing digital compositing, 3D compositing, and so we just kept in contact. And she lended her skill sets to to the film to make this work 
Oh, beautiful. We got a question from we got a question from Facebook, Molena Marie. Where yes. is this shot? LA question mark? Yes, this was shot in um downtown LA. This this scene right here was in downtown, the DTLA, um, on third and uh uh I think Los Angeles. And then uh, we also did some scenes in Echo Park. Oh, okay. I saw some of the historic LA scenes that are everywhere, you know. Uh East LA, baby. He's like, hey, so what? So the is it that the artwork is um is the is the stuff that's in colors the pieces that are in color in the film mm -hmm. is that the through line of it? Yes. So you know, making the art in color, also the photography, because you know I wanted to make sure the imagery and the and the symbolism is what stood out the most. So you'll see the artwork, you saw the photos, and then of course the the messaging through social media. So mm -hmm. that kind of the, the the social media messaging that she types on screen is what kind of moves the story along to let you know a little bit more about her and her intentions. Nice, nice, nice. And I see that you got you good people utilize a, a a drone, you know, quite often in, in your shot and storytelling. Tell me, how was it working with drone and back? And when did you shoot this? Two thousand sixteen. Sixteen. So was it six? What? Uh, what? Sixteen? Uh, sixteen. So that's five years ago. Mm -hmm. Drone technology was there, but it was you know one of those. It was getting to where it is now. How was that? I mean, it was, you know, it was challenging because the person who, Rashad, our, our um, drone operator, I believe he was still kind of getting his experience up, right? Like, um, and so it wasn't like what you see now with people that masters it and know how to do all these amazing shots, but he was able to capture exactly what I wanted. Like he, like we had a lot to choose from, you know, we, you know, I think it, he really represented and had a good eye when it came to like following her in the streets and even doing those, um, overpass shots. So he did an amazing job. I mean, it, it, it definitely was on our cell phone. You know, we had our cell, cell phone as the viewfinder and we were, you know, <laughs> in DTLA with, you know, trying to put our hands over the screen so we could see it from the reflection. But um, I trusted him. I really did. Okay. Was he also your DP? No, we had a different DP. We had a woman DP. So this was a predominantly woman uh, crew. So that's something that I'm proud of because at the time this was, you know, before um, I think Oscar's so white and uh, right around that time, you know, when diversity was really starting to push, but before people were really doing the women's um, movement for, you know, behind the scenes. And so we, we made an effort to make sure that we had all of our heads, majority of them as women. And so our cinematographer and DP is Melody C. Miller. She's a UCLA graduate. Um, she's amazing. She's a sweetheart. She was my saving grace. Um, she's just good people, and um, I was blessed to have someone to be able to work with someone like her. Oh, great! We got another question. Oh, we got Marlene. Actually, another question from the audience from the, from Facebook. Yes, who's the artist? So her name is Michelle Robinson, but you can find her on Instagram as Mr. Michelle M I S T E R Michelle M I C H E L L E. I actually have her artwork all over my apartment, um, in my bedroom right here. Uh, I'm a big supporter of her. She's an amazing woman. Um, you know, she's just so talented. Her and her entire family is. Oh yeah, oh, we're going to type it in. Uh, I'm typing it in the. Uh, what is what is her Instagram? At, at Mister M I S T E R uh -huh. Michelle M I C H E L L E. We just put it. We just put it in the comments, people, where we can find where we can find the artist. Yes. Right oh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, excuse me. I'm sorry. And we got any questions? 
You actually, as always, took my questions. I literally wrote them down and I was like, <laughs> he's saying them all. So I'm like trying to watch to be like, oh. <laughs> oh, this woman right here, this is oh. Sean. This is Sean. She's amazing. She's from PG. She's from DC, Maryland DMV. And she um, inspired the cut, like, because her hair is, um, you know, she is confidently walked around with a shortcut um, for so long. And, um, and I wanted her to be the, Barber because she's actually a Hollywood groomer um, oh. in Hollywood. She's worked with, you know, Jamie Foxx. She, you know, traveled with Jamie Foxx, Denzel Washington, Idris Elba. And she, this was supposed to be her role, the barber. But because of her busy schedule, she wasn't able to. And it just so happened that we were able to get that extra scene during a pickup shot day. And we, I just, and I created that scene just for her because I just felt like it was so important to have her a part of the project. Oh, that's beautiful. That is that is absolutely beautiful. I love that we kind of learn like that behind the scenes of it because this kind of changes it changes the film a little bit with having like because I was looking at I was like oh this is like this young woman who's about to give her this cut she's working in this barber I was like she already empowered of her just being in a male dominated like seems like you know hair hair salon so I was just kind of like oh I like her but then you said that story that would have been even more powerful to know like, oh, I'm you're you inspired me. So I'm glad that you shared that. And Thank when she you. started cutting this hair, I was like, oh my gosh, she about to cut it all off. And I, I know. Like, and what and that's one of the things that we have to worry about as women, right? Like our hair. And especially like let's be honest, Emma, if we was to go into a barbershop, a hair salon, would we let a Persian, white, Latino, or Asian woman cut touch our hair? Okay, so let's just be real here, right? So this yeah. is the multiculturalism that was intentional, but also kind of like serendipitous because if you pay attention to this barbershop scene, everybody in this chairs are black, but everybody doing their hair is not. Mm -hmm. oh. I saw that. I noticed that because I was like, you have the 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 Asian guy with the different tattoos. You have this um beautiful woman here, and I was just kind of like, she ain't touching my head. I go up in the thing because like you know you never know. And I, it's another guy. I feel like at the end, mm -hmm. so I definitely kind of saw that too. I did not see that at all. It's so, it's so yeah. message. <laughs> so many message. How was for this last shot? Um, how was it? I guess merging the two or when you were working with your editor, how was it like, okay, we're going to make sure your face is so still so we can get this <laughs> shot. Like how was, how was that creating that end piece? Oh, well pretty much, you know, after shooting, uh, I gave a still frame to the artist and I asked her to create, you know, art from it, you know, and I told her that it needed to be to scale, you know, we needed to make it, you know, morph from her fit, face to the actual artwork. Um, and she created this beautiful portrait that she actually gifted to Guapale. And um, once again, that's when Tume, um, you know, the friend from high school was able to come in and use her, you know, compositing and digital effects skills to really create that, you know, beautiful transition. And I thought, and I felt like starting with the eyes and the mouth and then, you know, those major features and then coming out into the color was what was going to be for one, not so jarring, you know, because that was part of it too. We didn't want it to seem like weird <laughs> because of all the colors and all the, you know, shapes. Um, and so really working with her to really get that, um, that uh, transition um, perfected was, okay. was the process. That, that is dope. Hold on. We got another comment coming in. Love the, so yeah, yeah, she said, love the message. I actually have my hair cut 
uh, my Asian, oh, my oh, Asian. Okay. <laughs> what, um, that, so what, your locations, how did you get your locations? Because I saw you, you know, there, these are some pretty nice spots you were shooting in. Could, how did, could you give us a little insight on that? Once again, I'm going to always give it to God because let me tell you, the, uh, the interiors were shot at the artist's loft that she rented from to do her artwork. So um, the, the scenes where you saw her at the window and you saw the jewelry and she was like in the living room, um, you know, like on a, on a dresser and you saw her in the area where it was like clothes hanging and, you know, in that little small area, that area was all one little room space that she rented, right? In this artist loft. And it was very small, but it was beautiful because it had the big, beautiful windows, this natural sunlight. But the, the, the area that we actually created as her bedroom loft, that was just open space. It was like this open space on like the other side of the building that nobody used. It was like, you know, east, you know, downtown, you know, not, yeah, this is right. around the corner from Skid Row. So you yeah. know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So we had to literally recreate, we had to recreate that space. So I took a whole bunch of stuff from home. We, they had like these pallets, you know, kind of like stacked up in one corner. We was moving pallets around and making that her bed. We had air mattresses, you know, we had, we, we just, the um the production designer she was just amazing um, her name is um Claudia Claudia um Guzman was her name and um also her assistant was really great as well and they did an amazing job and you know luckily you know we had a team that was able to contribute different elements to make it work uh, we got a question from Molaine she said why did she cut her hair why did you have her cut her own hair um i felt like you know, when a woman cuts her hair, you know, that's so meaningful that we had to have her be empowered in the process, right? It's like, when you do that, um, and I don't know about you, Emma, I cut my hair. Before I had locks, <laughs> I had a shortcut because I was inspired by my film because I'm like, if I'm going to be, you know, going around talking about this film, I need to experience what it's like mm -hmm. to cut my hair, to release that energy and to, you know, like change yourself in that way because we hear... You know, we, we hold our hair as black women so dear and near to us. It's, a, yeah. it's literally our, a part of our identity So for some women. And so um, I just felt like, you know, she had to do it. You know, she had to take that first step because that's letting the audience know she was committed. She was committed to that transformation. Mm -hmm. She was committed to that next journey. And that was the wig, by the way. Okay, you know what? I want to. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I was like, I hope Damien knows that that's a wig. <laughs> I, you, you, I, you know, something. Hey, I was really thinking about that. I know I didn't. Uh oh, I see you sipping. What's that? What you drinking on some white? What's yeah, that? it's um called Caprice. Uh huh. It's a it's a um a white blend with Afro on it. This is it's called uh the the wine um, brand is called Wannabe Wines. Okay. Okay. Yes. So this is a white blend from Italy. You see, what I can't pronounce. I can't pronounce half the dag on uh grape varietals, but. It's all good. <laughs> since, since you're talking about your wine, what else, you know, are you working on? We see your shirt. We see you sipping on the wine. So, like, what else is there that we can expect coming from you right now? Oh, thanks for asking. I mean, you know, right now, like, I'm working in the wine business. You know, during COVID, I kind of switched gears after traveling around Africa for six weeks. Um, I came back to COVID pretty much, you know, like hey, 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 Africa for six weeks. Yes, I went really? to six countries. 
She was Emma was in Africa for a while as well. Y'all probably was there at the same time. Yes. This time last year. Yes. I got back March 2019. So I was there for like five months. So yeah, I was there this time. Were you there? It was at the same time. Yes, I was right now. I would have been in Africa. I'm in South Africa uh, last year in Johannesburg, and I got back in the middle of February. And what countries did you go to? Um, I I stayed in Cape Town. Okay, Cape Town, yes. Cape Town was amazing. Cape Town was amazing. I mean, that was the inspiration, literally. Like, so being in Cape Town, I was in Stellenbosch. You know, I was mm, yes talking to the um the, the the owner of Seven Sisters. You know, we went to um Delaire Graft. And, you know, just really getting into this lifestyle and just seeing a black wine professional. So mm-hmm. when COVID came, I, I wasn't working because part of the trip was, you know, like my eat, pray, love after I turned 40. And so literally when COVID, after my after I got out of my like little depression of what was next, um, I started, you know, selling wine. I did direct sales wine. I still do it. But during that process of getting in the industry, I realized that the disparities of and a lack of diversity in wine is tremendous. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's only there's like eighty thousand wineries across the world, and only seventy of them are owned by Black people. Oh wow! I did not know that. I didn't know that it was that many. And I, and I did not know I was gonna feel so bad after y'all keep on talking about y'all African experience, African experience, and I haven't been there yet. Listen, I'm, I'm going back. Trust me, I'm going back so you can come and come and stay with me when I go back. I'm leaving oh, America. Yes. Okay. So we, Emma, we on the same tip. We on the same tip because it's one thing that I. This is part of. So this is full circle. So I created uncorked and cultured to inspire black Americans and around the diaspora that we need to get, we need to look, think globally, right? Mm-hmm. We need to expand our barriers. You know, it's a media company that is literally creating content around wine, wellness, culture, and adventure, because I want to connect the diaspora. I think it's just too, it's been too long. We've been disconnected. And, and so I wanted to have that space. And so wine is the starting point. And so subconsciously is the first intention where if we all, decided for Jan- for February, Black History Month, that we support black winemakers and buy black wine. We put we, we first we feed into our economy, right? Yeah. And, and then second, we're gonna be transported to these exotic places just by sip- taking a sip. There we go. There we go. Hey, what, hey, what, With the sip. Hoodies. Where can I get one of those hoodies at, uh Ange? So I'm gonna be launching these on my website, uncorkedandculture.com in a few days. So you can purchase them directly from my site. Also, um, we're hosting an event. I'm actually partnering. Uncorking Culture is a partner for the first ever International Winemaker Summit. And it's a virtual event. I need to know about this. It's actually highlighting and featuring 12 black winemakers, y'all. 12 of them. So out of that 70 I was telling y'all about, 12 of them are going to be at our event. And we're going to have some black wine professionals as well as um, some chefs, some champion chefs that have been seen on Food Network. Mm. And what's the event called again? It's called the International Winemaker Summit. It's February 19th through the 21st. So it's the weekend after Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a three-day summit. You know, we got tickets on sale. You can register. It's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be a great experience for people who are still trying to get in, you know, understand wine, learn wine, you know, and understand it from a cultural standpoint, and then also just from a lifestyle standpoint. Mm, yeah, thank, thank you, Marcy, for putting it in. Putting the uh, yeah, you better have a link. 
Yeah. So the link is in the comments, my good people. And so, you can go ahead. So Marcy's my partner. So Marcy's the founder of the event. She's the urban connoisseur. So her organization is called Urban Connoisseur. She actually, y'all, let me tell you how dope Marcy is. Tell us about dope Marcy. She partnered with the UNCF as well as the Association of African American Vintners to create the very first Black Scholarship Fund for winemakers. So it's called the Black Winemaker Scholarship Fund. You guys can donate on her website if you can't. You know, if, if you want to see more black people in that space, donate, you know, so we can actually fund, you know, young people, young black kids to actually start looking at careers in agriculture and be owning their own vintners and becoming winemakers. Let me tell you something. This is why I messed with Ange. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it Ange because I've known Ange for years. And it's like one of the first people I met when I got to L.A. and we've been rock and rolling there since. And that it's, she's always on, uh, on, her, on her hotel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She always on it. Each one, each one. She's always on it, and I'm on it too. And we be rock and roll and talking. We be and, and we hey, we kicked it in. We uh, we got the first. We got our uh, our birthday the same day. And we kicked it in uh, uh in Miami a couple years ago at ABFF. It was a great time. I wish I should have. I should have pulled a couple of those pictures from my. We, well, we don't need to put up any pictures. We just. Have to <laughs> it was so uh, sick. But wait, before we before we move on, I, I I definitely have to shout out my sister who was a wine connoisseur. Her name was Maxine. So I'm about to send her all of this information. I tagged her in one of your posts. Actually, was like, you need to follow this page. Awesome. Taught me about wine. I don't know that much about wine, but when you were saying all of this, I was like, I know who I need to. Pass it right along. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, actually, Eric McKay says this. That now, and, and Eric McKay is in New York, great New York. Oh, actually. okay. I'm in Harlem, Eric. Holler at you, girl. I'll hit you up. Yeah, yeah. Good brother, good brother, great actor. Uh, solid, solid guy, man. Eric, me and Eric go back to New York out uh, of my New York days as well. Wow, man. You, this is so dope. But guess what? film has completed. So your short break has officially ended. Give a hand. Give her a round of applause. You yes. Got we, we, you are now officially inducted into the short break family. And we love our fam just like we were just shouting out Christine Swanson. So we promote anything that anyone that has been inducted into the family. Because we all okay. root for you and want you to win. So let us know what you got going on. We're going to you know, bring it up in the hot topics. We'll bring it up and try to promote whichever way that we can and try to support you in any way that we can because, you know, we are all we got, you know. Each uh, one we team. are. We are. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you, my Gemini brother, my Gemini twin. Thank you, Gemini. Emma, for your beautiful smile and your beautiful presence. And uh, I just feel grateful to be here. And, um, and I'm glad to be a part of the family. I've always felt like we were family anyways, Damien, but now it's official. It's on air. It's recorded. It's live. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Me, 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 me and Angie got the same type. Man. Like when I talk to Angie, I know I'm kind of talking to myself. <laughs> so I know how to talk. I know how we can talk to each other. <laughs> we are, we on the same vibe. We be on the same vibe. So that's a that's the homie man. I can't wait to get back out to New York and we can go have us some drink. Last time, I, last time I was there, we got. To <laughs> That was a good night. I made guacamole. I, you know, we had a little part dance that party. Lasted, that, was, that thing it lasted the whole day. I, and it was my. I just touched down in New York. 
And we just hung out the entire town. That's the best. That those are like the best moments for real, for real. Yes, yes. New York. I'm still, I'm still new in New York, so I'm still looking for my community because it's just you know I'm only been here a year and a half almost, so I'm still trying to get the lay of the land because COVID and messed up my whole first New York summer. Mm. I, I know, but you know what? Eric McKay is a good brother to connect with. He's okay. he's tied into New York and also tied into the uh, the artist scene and the. Okay. The artist community in New York, so he's a good brother to link up with. Y'all two should definitely know each other uh, awesome. all, the, all the way around. And you know, uh, yeah, exactly. So, and thank you for being a part of this. We're gonna pull you down. Don't don't go nowhere. We're gonna put you back in the green room, and we're gonna come back in a minute, and we're gonna close out the show. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Have a good night. For sure. For sure. Ah. Oh. Well, you got another show done. <laughs> What? That's it? <laughs> oh, well, that's one for the books, guys. Uh, today was great. I'm so glad that we had a woman on, y'all. I'd be up here struggling when it be all men. I'd be like, really? What? Hey, come on, Emma. It's women. It, besides the last episode, I think, we had like three women directors in a row. Three we did have them back to back, but... Yeah. You just like the energy. You like We're just going to have more. So all you women directors out there um, or producers yes. or writers, we uh, listen, you don't have to only be a director to be a part of it. So share this with somebody else so we can bring up y'all short films. Yeah, we, like, we, and we kind of, oh, oh, here at a short break, we kind of like um, pride ourselves because we look back, I think we're on close to episode 25 mm -hmm. and we're about half. You know, of women directors and filmmakers and and male uh, directors and filmmakers. So we kind of pride ourselves on our diversity, and we're really uh, excited about that. So you know, we do our we do it for our folks. Shout out to our HBCUs because they have been prominent throughout this whole process of everything. So without them being there, we wouldn't have had all these beautiful uh, filmmakers on. You know, either either what side. And what what you say, Eric? Uh oh. Oh, come on, production value. You see, we got our little, listen, we in the studio. We in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, not, we not, but we in the studio. <laughs> Y'all really don't know where. Y'all don't want to know where we really are, guys. <laughs> but just know it looks great. Um, thank you. Thank you, Eric. We have, um, listen, we've been through about four backgrounds trying to figure out which which one was going to be the best. <laughs> we made it happen. We made it happen. Oh, all right. Look, someone just want to say hi to you, Eric. <laughs> hey, y'all coming through with these comments. Okay, I'm we. You make sure y'all here next Sunday. Okay, come on, yeah. every Sunday, 4 p.m. Don't play yourself. Be here, be right here, and listen on, on Spotify and Apple Music. Spotify, and Breaker. We can catch us on our and catch our a short break. A short break. Uh, well, would you like to say anything as, as we leave out to the people? Today was great. It was so good to see you, Damien. I feel like I never get to talk to you. <laughs> that's funny but no thank you all today was amazing and i'll see y'all next sunday yes and we'll see you guys next see you good see you good people next sunday and again follow us uh follow us on facebook you can follow me at damian d smith my name is on where is my name max my name really it usually up. i don't know it's usually uh, up, yeah, what's going on with our uh our, our there we go follow us right here you can follow you can follow me right here at damian d smith and you can follow Emma right there at from Emma J on all her social media and my social media. 
Uh, you can check us out on our podcast, um, and this will be this show. And uh, one other thing. Oh, we got our documentary coming out pretty soon. Uh, uh, Target St. Louis Volume 1 will be hitting the streets soon. We cannot wait for that to come out. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a dope and, uh, and eye-opening documentary. Again, it's about post-World War II during the Cold War era. The military conducted secret chemical testing on poor people of St. Louis. So we mm. both dive in. So you'll see the thing. So without any further ado, my good people, thank you for turning for tuning in. I said turning in. Jesus Christ, you know what time it is. We're gonna turn on into the bed. Yes, we are. It's at the club over here. Come on. All right. See you later. And we are out.